For any given parliamentary inquiry, there are submissions. They're usually from lobby groups, community organisations, NGOs, political parties, and yes, local residents. And earlier we were talking with uh, Rick Morton about how to get cut through with some of these important functions of society. Perhaps this is the way. For the inquiry into the closure of banks across regional Australia, one frustrated resident in the West Australian town of Wyndham decided to submit a poem. Take a listen. I wasted my life watching the wheel of death, trying to gain access to my bank account. Will it still be turning with my very last breath? I know that what I've left is a small amount. The bank is trying to fix it, but so far no good. I know I'm not alone being stuck in this trap. Others can't access the accounts they should, and they curse all technology for this mishap. Not that there's a lot of cash left in this town. The post office may dish out some dough. But here, all of the ATMs are empty or down. We go to Kananara's ATMs for cash to flow. Now I wonder how much longer it will be before Wyndham is entirely cash-free. <laughs> that was a poem. Uh, well, forms part of a submission uh, by Peter Westerbeek in Wyndham about bank closures that are affecting really all corners of Australia. In fact, over the past five years, 30% of Australia's bank branches have shut. Love to know about uh, what the situation is in your town. Is a local bank branch shut? Are you going elsewhere to do your banking? Uh, Has it forced a bit of a change in your kind of consumer habits? Are you asking others to do it for you? Um, I'd love to hear how this is affecting you. Not only the bank, but the post office too. We know that, uh, well, for the longest time, if the bank or the post office pulled out, the town effectively died. Is that true? Or is your town surviving without? Love to hear from you. 0418 The Federal Inquiry into those bank closures is having its first hearing today in Sale in Victoria's Gippsland region. Darren Chester is the Nationals MP for Gippsland. Welcome to you. Great to join you, Andy. Do you still go to banks these days yourself for your personal banking? Oh, myself personally, it's a rare event. I would go in there if I was wanting to talk about uh, my home loan or other sort of more complex matters, but most of my other transactions would probably occur through an ATM or through online payments, but that doesn't change the fact that there are still a lot of customers, mainly small business or family business owners, or perhaps people who are a bit more vulnerable, people who are elderly with vision impairment, or uh, people who don't trust uh, online banking, they're worried about being hacked. There are a whole bunch of people there who still expect and want face-to-face services, and that's what's so frustrating about this large it, number of bank, bank branch closures. It, it is hard to haggle with a computer over you know, a new rate for your mortgage. You kind of want to do that with a person that you can slightly influence, perhaps someone you've known in the case of many small regional towns. I think you've got 14,000 residents in sale. How many banks for that population? Well, the big four blank, sorry, the big four banks are all in sale uh, currently, and on top of that, you've got uh, the Bendigo Bank. But what was announced a couple of weeks ago was that Westpac intended to shut its branch, which took me completely by surprise. I must admit, as a local member, when they rang me up to tell me it was going to happen, it wasn't a matter of ringing me up to consult with me to ask me whether it was a good idea. It was ringing me up to say this is a foregone conclusion. We're going to shut it, and I suggested to them that are they sure they had the right town? I mean, this is a town which is in the centre of a major agricultural region, has a defence force base, has an oil and gas in 
industry, a lot of older people, a lot of people who would still use that branch on a day-to-day basis. And they assured me that it was quite reasonable to expect their customers to drive 55 kilometres to Traralgon or 48 kilometres to Bensdale to access a branch. And I suggested that was a really poor decision on their behalf. And as it's come to pass, they've now postponed that closure uh, ahead of this current inquiry, which is underway by the Senate. And I think it's good they've postponed it, but we need to make sure that they understand that uh, these bank branch closures should be a last resort, should not be their first option. And a town this size surely can maintain a branch uh, of all the big four banks. Before this inquiry, there was a regional banking task force last year which made recommendations for banks to conduct impact assessments before closing branches. Did that bank, I believe you said Westpac, conduct an assessment before it pulled out of your town? No, it didn't, Andy. And this, I think you've raised a really good point. So the Regional Banking Task Force final report uh, had a, a number of recommendations, and, and one was that all the banks would underca- undertake an impact assessment before they went ahead with any other branch closures, and that would come into effect by the middle of 2023. Now, all the banks agreed to that. They said, that's a good idea, we can do that. But what they've done, and I reckon this has been a deliberate strategy by the corporates, what they've done is fast-tracked closures. There have been 86 closures since that task force uh, recommendation came out. So they've, on the one hand, they've said to the, um, to the politicians, to people like myself, yep, we agreed, that's a good recommendation. And then they'll just sneak over here and start shutting down branches again. And that's been the problem, I think, for the last 30 years. You know, we've trusted the banks. We thought they were trying to act in our interests. And we've kind of sleptwalked into this situation where a third of the bank branch closures have occurred since, I think, since 2017. And that's on top of a third that occurred from the 1990s onwards. So there have been two big waves of branch closures, which are really having an impact, particularly on regional areas, but also now suburban areas. I had Anna Bly, the Chief Executive Officer of the Australian Banking Association, on the program uh, recently, I believe in January. This is what she told me. There are more and more and more of us that are doing our banking online, on the phone, and not going into bank branches at all. But that doesn't mean that they're not important or that there aren't people who really rely on them. And for that reason, Australia's banks pay Australia Post to conduct banking services on their behalf. So, yes, there are places in Australia that don't have a bank branch and don't have a post office, but they're very, very few and most of them would never have had a bank branch if they didn't have a post office. And so these are really important community service obligations that banks are meeting. What do you make of that, Darren Chester? Well, there's a bit in what Anna said there that's true, and she's putting a friendly spin on it, but no amount of spin can change the fact that the banks are fleeing from regional towns and leaving some towns without any service whatsoever when it comes to -to face-to-face banking services. So, yes, I agree with Anna, there are more people going online, that's patently obviously, but there's also a deliberate strategy by the banks to push people online. So if people walk into their branch, they will then take them outside and show them how to use the ATM if they didn't want to use the ATM. They will instruct people to be on, you know, look at their online services even if they don't have the capacity themselves at that time to do it. So the banks have been pushing people to the online services whether they wanted them or not. And we're also seeing these ghost closures where they're really driving the services down, driving customers away, and then saying, oh, well, no one's coming to the bank anymore, we better shut it. So it's been a deliberate strategy by the banks to save money. And I've, I've made the point here today in sale to the local media, just stop being so bloody lazy, stop being so bloody minded and actually work with our communities to try and find some more innovative solutions rather than just shutting the doors. The federal government's consulting on the future of Australia Post's postal service, which is expected to run at a loss for the first time since 2015, given a decline in letter deliveries and the decline of banks in regional areas. I mean, is this the next thing that your community must deal with? Should letter deliveries be paired back to? 
Well, I think we've got to understand that there are some critical services, some essential services in our rural and regional communities. And keep in mind, there have been a lot of suburban bank branch closures as well. So it's not just about the regions now. It's making sure that people can have access to their own money or access to postal services, in the example you're describing to me now. We've got to have all options on the table. We can't just sit back here and say, oh, gee, isn't that sad the banks have gone? If they won't come up with their own you know, codes of conduct or appropriate behaviour to ensure there's decent customer service, then we'll have to look at their licences. We'll have to look at regulations and find ways to actually make sure that people have access to their own money because going to a post office isn't the same as going to the bank. Uh, they're not trained in the same way the bank tells are trained. They're not trained in areas of making sure uh, money laundering's under control or you know issues that could be a red flag that might be picked up at a bank. They're not going to be picked up at a post office. So it's important that we understand that banks have a, a critical role in the community and expecting people to drive tens or even hundreds of kilometres to access basic banking services is simply not fair. We'll have to leave it there. Darren Chester is the Nationals member for Gippsland. Appreciate your time. Good afternoon to you. All the best. Have a great day. This text really sums it up. I live in Elwood, which obviously is pretty close to uh, Melbourne CBD, and the closure of the St Kilda Bank that I used for years has forced me to go uh, elsewhere uh, where I don't know the tellers and who aren't as helpful, uh, especially when I navigate the digital banking world. With the enormous profits that banks continue to make removing services from the public, it's immoral. As a senior citizen, I resent the ongoing bullying by companies to uh, basically force us online. Thank you for your text messages.